Christian students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff! Welcome back to Biff Radio. It's your host, Ben, a.k.a. Biff, coming to you live from the Center Club Recording Studio and Gaming Hub, a.k.a. The Attic. And uh, today is the beginning of a bit of a new era when it comes to Biff Radio. Uh, as you have all uh, heard over the, the life of this podcast, lots of music played on this podcast. And it's not that like I'm going away from music. It's just that I want to do more interviews. I want to, let's be honest. I live in constant fear of having the big bad copyright lawyers come at me, and lawyers are scary, um, except the one I'm married to. She's lovely. Uh, but I don't want that to happen, and I want this uh, podcast to be able to grow and the network to grow. And also, I just like doing interviews. And so I thought to myself, self, how do I do that? How do I still bring in music and interviews? And so I think this format is going to uh, facilitate that. And, uh, I was also thinking, okay, so Biff Radio started as this thing, but now I'm going to be spotlighting people. I'm going to be bringing people to my stage. And so in this spirit of this new era, I want to bring back something that was from a prior era. And if you've been listening to me in podcasts over the years, this is a blast from the past. But before I I introduce my guest, I will be knowing that going forward, when I have guests like this, and I have formats like this. This will be known as Center Stage. Center Stage, Center Stage. It's the new race. Center Stage, Center Stage. Yes, better with age. Like an old fine wine. I complain sometimes that I didn't get a lot of great genetics from my old man. Got a very good pun heavy name. So thanks, Steve-O. So yes, center stage. Big shout out to Dan Hildebrandt, one of my best friends, one of my groomsmen, one of my brothers for that amazing song. Uh, So yes, center stage. And the first guest, and I think an amazing first guest, a truly amazing first guest. He is one third of the draft pod. He is one half of PWT cast. He is the backbone of any podcast he is on. He is an amazing human being. He is just someone that I am thrilled to have on the podcast. He's been on the show before and uh, he's just the best drew. How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm great. I'm, uh, I'm capping off a, uh, let's see. This is my fourth podcast in five days. Oh man. Um, You have, you're like, like the new podcasting king there you've got <laughs> yeah so much yeah and then uh i've got scheduled i mean at least one more on sunday possibly two on sunday um that's mainly scrump's fault because scrump is uh will be heading on the old jericho crew soon and he's trying to just stockpile a bunch of stuff so uh makes sense yeah yeah 
So, but like, yeah, so Sunday we had just the normal PWT. Monday night was the draft. I mean, Tuesday morning. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, because it's all live. Yeah. It's all live. It's, it's all live. Kayfabe, um, kayfabe. Last night we did a review for the movie About Time uh, on for Scrump's family video, which I, I just texted him a little bit ago. I just told him, I said, dude, I've been thinking about it all day. Like, this might be the fate, my best. Like, I just love the way that review, like, what we got into and everything like that i love that movie and it's just like i don't know what it was but that one really got me this week and i was like i think that was our best one so far so look forward to that in the weeks to come i can't wait to listen to that because that that movie i love that movie i love Mm -hmm. that movie the song my wife and i song is how much how long will i love you the version from that movie and Mm -hmm. like the end part with him and his dad Already, yeah, yeah. just oh, it's so I yeah. I cannot wait to hear that because I love the way that yeah. both of you guys talk about movies and break things down. So yeah. and that is Patreon exclusive, correct? Yes. yes so everyone needs to go to per, to Person <laughs> Tees and get on the Patreon because you definitely need to hear that. You can listen to the one that him and I did; it was great. But I yes, am definitely listening to this yes. one because I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, you did a great job with the Incredibles. Uh, you know you. Um, I didn't know you had personal ties. You were you're fucking Mr. Big Pixar over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm still waiting for that to like you know one of these days. I, I think I sent her a message after that. I was like, yeah, hey, I just had the, uh, the the chance to talk about your movie and yeah, and like and uh, honestly, like she she could probably gets a ton of stuff, but I I wish her yeah. well in that. But I know I'm yeah. very much looking forward to to that review of that. So yeah, like you are like the podcast uh, man about town. Yeah, I have been lately. So what's the, I mean? Are you just gonna like invade? Uh, why do we ever meet at some point? Like become another Allen and then <laughs> just, yeah. maybe be, form a thruple with uh, BJ and, and Harmony and then yeah. just really just take over the entire sphere. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll teach Harmony how to use that printer and then I can just uh, uh, <laughs> just uh, host host that with BJ. So I I I almost put the comments like, man, no one tell her about Kinkos because you know. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Then of course wow. yeah, the, the end of end game will be Marty and Sarah and Drew like wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh it'll be, just be me and it'll be me and Kyle. There you go. Oh <laughs> if you hear barking in the background, I don't know exactly why uh Ted Word has gone crazy. I hopefully mm-hmm. we'll uh see if uh I, I, I haven't heard it, so I think it's that's think good. That's good. good. So yeah. uh, one day. So the new format here. So mm-hmm. I really want to focus on like music is a part of everyone's life for the most part in, in some ways. And so I really kind of want to take this to me is a musical journey through the life of Drew. So yeah. and this is something that, you know, people might be, it might you know be new to you when it comes to your story. I'm sure people that are, you know, fans of why do we ever meet and the draft pod have heard saying, so let's set the stage here. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one right off the bat, before we can go to the biography, what is the song currently bouncing around your head? So it, it's not anymore, but what I chose for this was because every day, without fail, within the first half hour of me being awake and like my drive into work, even though I listen to podcasts, I will get a random song in my head. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to wait wait for that. I'm going to wait for Thursday and see what happens. Nothing really in the morning. And then I, I get I get to work. 
I go change. I do my little Mr. Rogers. I switch out my shoes as I'm walking from the locker room to my office. All of a sudden, Alter Bridges, Metal Lingus, <laughs> Edge's theme song got in my head. On this day, I see clearly. And I was like, well, I guess that's what I'm going with tonight. <laughs> what, was it like, was the first thing the, like the, on this day, or was it the, the drum, like the drum breakdown? That... No, it was it was it was the honest day part, but nice. uh, like after that, I was just like, yeah, the... <laughs> it's that's a good one. Like, yeah, it's funny because like we're we're coming up on the Royal Rumble that's coming up mm-hmm. this Saturday, and there haven't been a a lot of really huge returns lately, but that one, yeah. oh god, oh, watching yeah. that live and you hear like, oh fuck, like yeah, yeah, that one man when he came back a few years ago because I am I am such a edge and christian mark like i love those guys i think they're i mean they're just cool dudes and everything like that and like when he finally got that comeback that was so great and his little the 24 they did for him and oh so good it is yeah it was just like i was like oh this is that's fucking weird i haven't watched an edge match and i don't know when i don't know the last time i heard this song but it was in my head it was just like the the look on his face when he walked through and oh it was just yeah so good so yeah. the story of Drew, let's start at yes. the beginning, as most stories you, you tend to start. <laughs> so where where were you born? I was born in Faustoria, Ohio. O-H-I-O. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so where, so I am new-ish to Ohio. I mean, not that yeah. new guy here in 2015. Yeah. So is, I'm assuming that is in the Toledo-ish area? Uh, um, no, it's it's further south. So it's like... Like if you were to, it's about ten minutes south from where Wes lives now. Oh, okay, got you. Got you fifteen got you. minutes south, I think. So okay. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of in the closer to Finley, but not quite down there. But yeah, got it. All right. Yeah. So you're you're in Ohio. So mm-hmm. I guess like growing up in the early years, like what was your relationship with with music? You know, from ages zero to I don't know, like your teenage years. Well, I, it's funny because you sent these questions and like a lot of it was easy because I had this discussion at work just last week. Like oh. we were talking about like, you know, the first albums we, we actually bought and everything like that. And, you know, like, like just random ass music we got into when we were younger. And I was like, I said, you know, I, I've always said I got lucky because, you know, the four people in my life, my mom, my dad, my two brothers, and they're two older brothers, so which was great because I got the, you know, they they were like, here, look at their, you know, I just kind of through osmosis, I picked up all this stuff. But like uh my dad was like old time country. Nice. Yeah. My mom was more of like, you know, like she liked I'm trying to think how does it like, you know, she, she seemed to be like a little bit more eclectic with everything. Um, she was more like, I want to say she was like really into like the, you know, I would say the more of Beatle-ish, I guess. Okay. Um, and then my oldest brother, he was more into like, uh, rock and metal. And then my, the, the middle brother, he was more hip hop. So like for like through all that, like it was really like, like I got to like just pick and choose what I liked out of everything and kind of like got to explore all these genres, which I love because like, to me, it's like 
and in anything in life like you kind of like you it's great to hone in on one thing but like you're losing a lot of stuff if you just worry about one thing oh for sure yeah like if you just yeah. have one and like that's a pretty that's a very wide spectrum i'm like when yeah. you say old-time country i'm thinking like andy williams yeah and you i know, mean he's a big hank senior fan okay and, yep yeah so yeah. i mean like going from like you know listening to like hank senior to like mm-hmm. nwa that's a yes. pretty that's a pretty wide spectrum. Yes. It's a pretty wide Absolutely. spectrum of, of music. Yeah. But also like it, it's that that is it gives you just an appreciation of like the wider thing cuz like I think we all know people that like, listen to one genre of music and you know I listen to a lot of folk and stuff but also I try to dabble around and like yeah, yeah you say like you miss a lot of like yeah. the beauty of things and the connection of things. Mhm. And like be, between that or because of that too, like really all, both my brothers too, like we all kind of like spur, like we kind of know what each other likes in these certain genres and like, oh, you would like this, you would like this. And, you know, we get to spread the love with it. And we're all pretty receptive because we've all kind of had that like coming up with different, you know, different styles. So nice. So I, I think the one thing we've always come together on is the Beatles, though. <laughs> okay, so like I mean, like this was yeah. on, but like, what is what's your what's your go to Beatles song? If someone say like, what is your favorite Beatles song? What's that going to be? It depends on. I won't even say the day. I would say the hour. Okay. But, um, man, there's nothing that I would say like. Nothing that really gets me more than like "Hey Jude" like every time. Yep. Now, are you in the camp that if you start it, you have to finish it? Like the song? Yeah. Like if if you start listening to the song, you have (laughs) to like hear it through the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've you know how many times I've waited in a car because I was like, well. I even know I'm home. I'm going to sit here to listen to the rest of this song. <laughs> I, I am the same way. And like, I, I think I've said in the podcast, like uh, it's the song my mom played for me when I was about half an hour old. First time she got mm-hmm. to hold me, uh, she had put that on and mm-hmm. it was, it, it, yeah. So I, I love that. I love that song, but you're also really like, there's definitely like what, so many moods. Big, yeah. Is that big fucking crescendo? Like the da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Like, oh yeah. Oh, give me so the chills good. right now. Like when they they made that movie across the universe, like it yeah. was such a like yeah, this is definitely like you you can make this into a huge musical set piece because it's mm-hmm. so dramatic and uh, so good, so good. Yeah. All right. So, what is the first album that you purchased with your own hard earned or stolen? Not gonna judge <laughs> money. What's that first album? So okay, the first album. <laughs> I was I was thinking about this, and I'm pretty sure it was the tape of Weird Al off the Deep End, which was the Nirvana Nevermind. Wow, that's yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a pr- yeah. like, that's a very good one. Like, okay, so what was like, you know, if you could tap into, uh, and how old would you say you were at that point? Oh God, I want to say like seven, eight. Okay, I, well, I mean tape that, yeah. that that puts it right yeah. around there. Uh, yeah. for, for those of you that don't know what a tape is, you're too <laughs> yeah. young to listen to this podcast. Unless <laughs> yeah. you're pre pre uh, ordering registrations new EP, which that's, comes that's on tape, true. which I yes. don't own a tape player. <laughs> I think I posted. It. I'm gonna literally have to find something to play it on because. Yeah. But uh, okay, so you're 70 years old. Like, what about yeah. it? Like, what about Weird Al brought you in, thinking like I got to own this? Oh well, I mean, 
you know, he always had like those LTV things he'd do, like every time he dropped a new album where they'd play the old stuff. And I think it was just one, like, you know, when, uh, what was the, I don't even remember what the smells like teen spirit it smells like never mind or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Like that, that song came out, you know, they, they did a whole hour long special of like his old videos and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this guy's great. Like, you know, always being like, said it many times like humor is my god like it's like above all else humor um and like it's just one of those things where i fucking like i saw it and i was like yeah that's gonna be that's that's what i want that's the tape i want like i I mean oh god it was it was a really really good album like if okay so you know outside of the his parody of an um never mind or uh, smells like Teen Spirit. Like, what are some other songs on that like album should, that like you know? Now I now I gotta look that up actually. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a, uh, I should I should have done a little bit more research than just writing down the album name. But yeah, uh, I remember. You know, I always liked the you know on every album he did that like. What was it? Uh, oh, like the kind of the, the polka breakdown of a bunch of different songs. Yes, the melody, the polka melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are yeah. always really good. Yeah, and I still kind of remember that. Um, let's see. Where is off the deep end? Garsh, darn it. January 1st, 1992. He really yeah. dropped that thing at the beginning of the year. Which, how time... I mean, like, okay, 1992, he drops that. Like, he also, even in that time, got things out quick. They yes. were still very relevant to like like the zeitgeist, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized I was in YouTube instead of. I mean, nowadays, like through. if you get a parody song out, like okay, yeah, because you have a million different avenues. But in the nineties, that's a yeah, like the dude worked so quickly. I'm trying to remember if this is the one with. Uh, I don't think it was. Oh, Airline Amy. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, Taco Grenade. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. It's just like he, all of his stuff. Uh, I'm assuming you've seen the movie. Oh, the, the white stuff that was uh, yes. the, the right stuff, but it was uh, um, by New Kids, but it was all about like the, the, the white cream filling in an Oreo. So it's good. the white stuff, baby. Oh, God. In the middle of an Oreo. <laughs> I feel like '92 was before the double stuff, so yeah. I think maybe like maybe he helped usher in the era of the double stuff. Which oh, I I can't watch this. That was a MC Hammer, but it was all like uh, um, it was about like just how stupid TV is. Oh man, yeah. Oh, Taco Grande. Yeah, that was uh, Rico Suave. Yes. Oh God, Rico Suave. That was a yeah. That was a fun experiment. Yeah, it was. A little rice that's red up in your face. Yeah. Oh God. God bless him. But I mean, so Weird Al is, and it's just, I, I'm assuming like you've seen the movie with Daniel yes. Radcliffe. Oh yeah. So good. It's so good. Such a. Good I mean, movie. I didn't know he wrote all Madonna's songs. Like that's amazing. That's it is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, uh, the 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 battle at uh, the house. Oh God, he's just. Daniel Radcliffe, God bless you. <laughs> Love that. It was so good. And uh, I, uh, 
this <laughs> that that scene where like him and it's it's Will Forte, right? Is the other exact record exec. Yes, yeah. And he's just like he's like, yeah, plus you're ugly and like you're just terrible looking and like they pan over to like actual weird now. He's like, hey, come on now, like let's not go let's not go that far. <laughs> Love it. It's so good. I was it was funny because like when they first advertised like, oh, this is gonna be like a like a serious bio, but it, like it makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna whole, be a, it's gonna be a parody. Of course, it's yeah. gonna be a parody. Like yeah. the whole stuff with his dad. Like polka, you can't be playing polka in this house. The fact that he like kills a guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the mom's like, you just made your father so upset. <laughs> He's murdering that man, uh, sir. Um, oh, yeah, I, I Weird Al to me. I'm I'm glad that he is still. I mean, I know obviously he's not making as much music, but like he's just—I'm still that he happy that he is relevant to this day because he's just so mm-hmm. good. And I mean, I definitely think there are people in the YouTube generation that like parody songs or come out a lot faster, but he'll always be the king. And that, like, that's a way better. Uh, my first album I bought with my money were two: is a uh, Limp Biscuit, uh, Chocolate Starfish, and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, and Ba with the Ba, or sorry, with a uh, Kid Rock. Well, if you want to feel a little bit better. So this wasn't with my own money, but it was the first CD I owned and I got it for a birthday present because it's all I wanted that year. And that was Primetime by Deion Sanders. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. The new well, I think it was uh I think it was like Must Be the Bunny or something was the song, like oh his God. his single in quotation marks. <laughs> I would I would pay money. To, for one of the new Colorado Buffalo players to like bring that in and play yes. it in a meeting and see how long it takes for like that kid to hit the transfer portal. Oh my God. I forgot he put out music. Yeah. That's yeah, that amazing. Was, that was a thing back in the day. I mean, he was prime time. He was everywhere, but like it mm. wasn't good. No, <laughs> it was, it was quite bad, but you know, it, he sold. So good for him. Yeah. I mean, my yeah, first, it's fun. I just watched an interview. I must have like, it was obviously after the hire of Colorado and somebody was asking him like, they're like, he's like, you thought, you thought baseball was a lot harder. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, that's why I left it. He's like, it was way harder to play baseball than it is to play football. He's like, I couldn't, he's like, I couldn't master it. So I just stopped. And, uh, but you know, I kind of was like, yeah, that's probably what happened with his hip hop career too. This is, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's a busy dude. That was insane. <laughs> Uh, so the the next question. So mm-hmm. if you had a TED talk, let's say you, you're, you're dropped in on the uh, the big TED talk stage, yeah, uh, and an artist that you think is underrated, who is it, and why? Why are they underrated? And like, give us like your opening minute or so of yeah. to hook us in to your TED talk. <clears throat> so I actually, uh, I think last time I was on, I was on with the rest of the Draft Boys, and I played a song from this fella. Um, and I know he's got a pretty good worldwide following, but I, I don't think he's still well known enough as he should be. And that is Frank Turner. Um, and my little mission statement for that is just like, so every so often an artist comes along that you feel like their words and their lyrics like connects with you in such a way you're almost think to yourself, did I co-op my, you know, opinions my struggles my goals like did i 
sell them to somebody and not realize that I did it because everything he says is exactly what I want to say in almost every situation. Um, and for me, that man is Frank Turner. Um, so many of his songs have just connected with me and resonated with me in such a way. Um, like I said, I played photosynthesize. Um, now my dog's barking. <laughs> she does this thing where she pretends like she can't get off the bed and she just sits there and barks like she wants me to help her. I'm like, you're 13. You know how to get off the bed. But dad, uh <laughs> dad, dad. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like photosynthesis, like I said, uh, you know, no, I will not grow up. That's just like that that speaks to my old punk rock mentality of like, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm never gonna sell out, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like so many things, and like his like I don't know if I think he's got another album since then, but he put out the album. It was like 16 or 17, um, and it had like little changes on it. It had Make America Great Again, which is basically like was calling out the like the chorus of that song is let's make America great again by making racist ashamed again. Like nice. It was, it was yeah, it was fucking great. And uh, you know, kind of even just taking that, you know, he even says that he's like, you know. I know I'm just like it starts the song with I know I'm just an ignorant Englishman, but you know he's like I forget what else he said, but he says you know like basically like if you just forgive the cheekiness of it, like I'm here to tell you like things can be better. <laughs> so, That's awesome. um, yeah, man, and like he it just his stuff is just connected with me, his you know love songs, all that kind of stuff, just connecting me in such a way. I just feel like give everybody a listen to that. I should put a spotify playlist together for him so well, yeah and if, if you want to like well, we, yeah. we can we can do that and we can i'll companion that with uh the tweet for and the stuff yeah. for tomorrow because kind of like a again like a, a, a audio tech talk with, of, of yeah. why people should get involved because yeah i mean you know throw some dion in there too to be a oh yeah that will I've definitely got to throw some dion dion will probably... if it's i would be interested if that's on spotify <laughs> You know what? We're going to find out because that now my, I mean, I got a feeling that Deion Sanders is the kind of guy who's like, I may not love all the stuff that I did, but I want the money. And uh, yes. I can't imagine primetime is going to be sitting on those masters. Let's see here. Dion. <laughs> sitting on those masters. I still, oh, yep. Deion Sanders. There it is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh God! Well, wait. The only album he has is the Encore Remix from '05. Uh oh. Wait. He said more than one. Well, no. It looks like it is just oh. a updated version of because I mean it must be the money. So maybe like he went back and oh, okay. gave it some more flavor. I I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to dig you know dive deep <laughs> yes. into that. And I'm just oh God. I'm now I'm just curious. Like fans also like. Deion Sanders Jr. Oh God. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, perfect. Like that's yes. on brand. On brand, guys. Good, good yeah. job, Spotify. Do you like terrible rapping by by athletes? Here are some more. Got the Macho Man album. Oh my God. That like that doesn't get talked about nearly enough. No. That the like and I know at least one song. I want to say there was multiple songs calling out Hulk Hogan, if yes. not the like the theme of the album. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, 
you know, his, uh, oh, now I forget that name. It was like his ether, you know? Yeah. Oh God. So just, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, RIP the Macho Man. That would have been a great, you know, rap battle between him and like Shaq. Give me that. (laughs) Make it happen. You cowards. Yeah. Even in claymation form. So (laughs) lyric, uh, what is the lyric that the first time that you heard it just hit you either in happy, sad, but just really made you pause. Yeah. So this, uh, it's a bit of a long one. It's kind of a chorus um, because honestly it's the whole song that really did it for me. Like, but there, like, uh, there's a song by Pedro the lion. Ooh, nice. That, yeah. It, you know, he's, he's always kind of, you know, struck me in a certain way. Um, and especially like as a young kid being in the, you know, coming up through the church and all that kind of stuff. Like it was this song that really like, cause I don't know what it is about. Like when I was super into to Jesus, I, I don't think I was ever more angrier. Yeah. That makes, like, which yeah. is kind of ironic, you know? Uh, but yeah, there's, <clears throat> there's a song called big trucks uh, on the album. It's hard to fight a friend. And let's see, where did I just lost my damn space spot here? What's the song? Okay. It, it goes so the chorus goes like this. There's real people in the big, big trucks that you flip off when you get in the road. <clears throat> They're so high that you pay no mind to the great big sign that says oversized load. Do you really think that they can go as fast as you in your 87 Trans Am? They know you're in such a terrible rush, but they're going just as fast as they can. And it's one of those, it's a song that like, it's a dad telling his son, like, basically like, Hey, everybody has fucking problems. Like, like it start the song starts with like, you know, he's like, you know, dad, dad, I don't really don't understand why you let that man push you around like that. And like, Obviously, the dad shows like a nonviolent path for it and kind of maybe just walked away where the kid's like, you should have done something, you know, and he's like, and that's where he goes in the big, like big trucks. And he like the next verse is like, uh, basically telling him, like, or he says, like, well, what is what is <laughs> what is what do people driving trucks have to do with that guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just it was one of it's one of those songs where it's just like, yeah just stop and realize everybody's hurting, especially if people are lashing out. If you realize that, like that, like when somebody gets angry and upset, like just half the time, I just want to be like, who hurt you? That's, who, who, yeah. who did this to you today? You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things, like just be kind and be gentle to people, you know, like no matter if they are yelling or not, like, cause honestly, those are the people that probably need it the most because they are, hurting the most and they don't know how to deal with their their emotions so it comes out in this other way instead of like you know because they accidentally you know stepped in the dog bowl in the morning before they let left for work or something that sounds oddly specific um <laughs> i'm gonna venture to guess that maybe that's happened to you it, it used to yes yeah i definitely growing up with our dogs uh Definitely stepped in some dog water with socks, which yeah. But no, I I can totally agree. I, I think that it's and I, I, that that's a really good perspective of like the people that are the angriest and yelling the most. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you could get them to calm down, like, and just ask, you know, questions, you would find a yeah. lot of pain. And yeah. that's a, especially like driving. I feel like if someone's yeah. an angry driver, like, I feel like something has happened to them either while driving or like even earlier that day. And you just yeah. want to be like, just take five minutes, man. Like yeah. take five minutes and, and chill out. Cause you know, what, is it really worth it? Or, you know, yeah. let's, let's, let's have a talk about it. Cause. And that's what, like, we always, t- there's, excuse me, me and the supervisor I work with, like, I, I don't agree with him a lot of times. But one thing I do agree on is in the morning, he always tells people like, look, it doesn't matter how fast you're driving in the morning. You'll never reverse time. If you're going to be late, be late. Let me know. Like, there's no need for you or somebody else to get in an accident on your way here. Yep. This job is not that important. <laughs> no, so it really is. And it's just, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a philosophy. I think that, especially in the world now where everyone is yelling at each other all the time. Yes. It, it would, I mean, I could take this advice like, you know, to <laughs> myself very much that yeah. take a moment and be like, what's the with this person? Why yeah. are they that angry? And it's not easy, but yeah. at least it's, you know, something to, to strive to at the very least. Yeah. Have, you know, and I don't know, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, like, but there's a meditation. I believe it's called like, I believe it's just called just like me. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't. Okay. So what you do is like you close your eyes. You think of like the one person that maybe has angered you, upset you. Maybe that one person you work with is constantly annoying, but whatever. You just think of them and then you just think about your day. Like, all right, their alarm went off or their alarm went off. Just like me. They got out of bed. Just like me. They went to the bathroom. Just like me. You know, they got dressed just like me. They got in their car just like me. They drove here just like me. Like, you know, and once you realize, like, that we're all humans, we're all just going through this trying to figure out, it's a really great meditation. And, like, I don't do it justice. Like, there are people who, like, lead them. I think there's one on YouTube you can kind of listen to. But, like, like, if you've ever heard it, like, it's like, holy shit, like, this is no, that's it's a very good philosophy to go go for. It really that no that really is and there I was definitely thinking about someone very much in particular, and, <laughs> but no I mean but that really is yeah. a, a good way of looking at things because yeah. at the end of the day like we all for the most part are human and yeah it's yeah. some mutants yeah. out there but no I like that I like that a lot yeah. uh, wow I like that. So I just like I love it, coming on other people's podcasts that I don't have to just do dick and fart jokes all the time. You there know? you go. <laughs> you save the pussy talk for the draft pod. The draft pod comes out every Tuesday at eleven o'clock. That's right. Also, I, I mean, I'm I'm silly. I'm not Andy silly, but yeah. who is? No one yeah, can match exactly. that energy. No oh, one. No. And that's why he beautiful, beautiful so. energy. I think it all comes from his hair. Like it the really longer is. his hair gets, we ever <laughs> like shave off his he hair. Gets. It's a total Samson effect. He's yes. straight laced. And yeah. like, Hi guys, let's talk about paint side. I don't know. I, I just I don't. Yeah. I want. I don't want to live in a world where that's that's not <laughs> Andy is not Andy. Right. <laughs> James might, but that's yeah yeah yeah. yeah. James would be like, please, yes. <laughs> He's the one who shaved him. Yeah. <laughs> Eyebrows too. Just to be sure. <laughs> and now we're all imagining Andy without eyebrows or hair. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, okay. 
you've been dropped in a cabin. And I will even say, like, this whole the Desert Island thing to me, like, eh, I like yeah. the idea of a cabin. So yeah. where my, my stepdad, uh, he is from Escanaba up in the Upper Peninsula, the Yupers. Yeah. Es- or also, I always, I, I've, I think I've said this, if you get a chance in the world, watch the movie Escanaba in the Moonlight. It is based off a play, I believe, written by Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is in the movie. And the first, like, three-fourths of the movie are basically the, the, the family story of my stepdad's family. It gets mm-hmm. weird towards the end, but, like, it makes sense if you watch the movie. But it's very much a youper thing. But his, like, the cabin that his family, had 40 acres and this very remote cabin, and it's the middle of nowhere. At night, there are no lights. It is pitch black. It is the beginning of mm-hmm. every horror film. But if you think about it in a very peaceful way, like there's no distractions, there's nothing. So you're dropped there for one year. You have everything you need. You have all the food and water and I'll even give you the inside bathroom because that one had like the bathroom was like 50 <laughs> yards away, which was not fun especially yeah. in the winter. And you can only bring five albums. What are those albums and why are you bringing those albums? Yeah. See, I specifically like the cabin for that reason. Because if I was on, on a desert, ah, if I were on a desert island, I probably wouldn't have the power to play these albums. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like if I'm gonna be, if if I get sent away, like I'll probably want to be a little introspective. You know, maybe think about why I'm being sent away, <laughs> Kevin. Maybe this I is true. To, uh, this is true. You know, maybe I need to take some time to really like self-assess you know and get really deep with myself um so one look you know i'm a wu-tang man and but i think nobody does the introspection and everything better than on the album birth of a prince by the rizza i love that i just started like the thought of like I'm picturing my family's cabin and just someone being like, <laughs> Wu Tang, the fuck with it. Like yeah. in the middle of like, just that brought yeah. a smile to my face. So, okay, the Rizza, I, I definitely, yeah. so like, what, like, what, what, tell me about that album. I am not as familiar with that album. So, it, like I said, it, it, it's one of those ones that just, he, he kind of gets more personal on it. And like, there's a great song, Grits, um, A Day to God, or yeah, A Day to God is a thousand years. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones, but man, like, there's just something about that. Oh, what it might actually be the birth of a prince, but there's one. It's basically like he just tells the story of like as him being the sperm and swimming and like becoming the baby. Like you know, he just he does this kind of nas storytelling thing, but it's all about like actually, it's just called the birth. That's what it's just called the birth, but um. I don't know, man. It's such it's such a good album as far as like, especially from a hip hop, because a lot of times, it's, well, it's a lot more common now. I'll say that, but in like 2004, I think that was when this came out. Like, a lot of that wasn't happening. Like, people weren't really getting, um, you know, they they weren't getting personal and you know therapeutic on their albums. So uh, I just there, there's something about that album that just always is really connected with me. Nice. All right, I will definitely have to listen to that. Definitely yeah. gonna have to listen to the birth because I want to hear about his uh, POV of being <laughs> sperm. Yes, he's also exactly. like Rizza is just a great lyricist, and I yeah. really like got great flow. And I mean, he's always entertaining. Love all of his yeah. stuff. So okay, awesome. 
So what is album number two? Okay. Um, album number two, this is a, a, just a band in general. I could probably just pick five of their albums and be okay with myself. Cause half the time it's, it's one of those, it's one of those bands where I listen to and, or not listen to, but like, like say I have shuffle, right. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, no, no. Like, even though they're great songs, you're like, no, no. As soon as this lands on it, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go switch over and just shuffle all their songs. And that's the alkaline trio. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, such a fun band. I love those guys. And I'm gonna go with the album My Shame is True. Ooh, I think this came album. out in like 15 or something like that. Um my one of my favorite songs on there is um geez, uh, Saint Anthony, I believe it's called. Uh but yeah, like she lied to the FBI. There's just there's there's so many on this that just just really really hit with me uh like i said it's every single one of their albums are like this but this is one that's i know if i were to look at my little if i had a spotify <laughs> wrapped of a lifetime like it would definitely be up there on most played nice i'm yeah. big i'm big fan of them i think yeah. i i got definitely got into them later probably mm-hmm. closer to like the middle of the 2010s but yeah, yeah i it's it's one of those like they're one of those bands where like for me I've got to be in a certain mood but when I am hits mm-hmm. just right just just yeah. oh, so it, it's kind of funny to me because it them and this next band I'm gonna pick I went to see Hot Water Music in like 2002 2003 maybe I don't know but went to the Agora watched them play and they had he had they had two opening bands. One was the Alkaline Trio, and the other was Cave-In. So I'm going Jupiter is my next band, or my next album by, by Cave-In. Really? Cave-In? I don't think I... Cave-In is this... Is, it was one of those things... It's kind of... This is their... The album before this was very, like, very metal. And then this one kind of... They lightened up a little bit. It's just like one of those sweet spot albums. It's like a eight song EP or something like that. And it is, or actually I think it's a full length because they do have longer songs, but it's just with our circle of friends and everything else. Like this is one we just listen to so much. And I, I love this album. I can, I can throw it on it at any mood and be okay. Nice. I'll yeah. t- I'm, I'm definitely not familiar. I'll definitely have to listen to that. I, yeah. I, I like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's always fun when you go like, even with Frank Turner, I, you know, oddly enough, again, Frank Turner, I went to see Chuck Reagan when he was doing his solo stuff, you know, from Hot Water Music. And then I get turned on to Frank Turner and I'm just like, who is this guy? Oh, <laughs> so, totally. Like, he's just totally introducing me to all these great bands that I love. So nice. Uh, thank you to Chuck Reagan. You're uh, you're an inspiration, my friend. Uh, next, I'm going to go with invented by jimmy eat world nice yeah um this was a tough one this was like picking a jimmy eat world album is kind of like picking your kids i feel like uh you're not wrong yeah uh but this one i don't know there's like the first song like my heart is hard to find or the heart the heart is hard to find like that one when i first like threw this in when it came out in like 2009 or 10 whenever that was like 
it's it hit with me in such a way because of a, like things I was going through with like my best friend. <laughs> like we were kind of like breaking like it was just one of those things where I mean we're back we're cool now again but like then it was just not a good time for our relationship and uh like this song was just like it was kind of like my motto for that time um and then but this whole album is good even the title track um there's like the again like there's just a a great part at the end of that song that just whew, hits in a certain kind of way I I love Jimmy at World. I definitely yeah. like most of the world got turned on to yeah. them in you know with in a one oh two, but yeah. I definitely think that they're one of those bands that people are like oh they still make music yeah and it's great yeah absolutely <laughs> it's really really good yeah and right. you know for me to round this off I feel like you know even though I am very introspective on this I also need some fun you know agreed always so I'm gonna go with the works by Queen. Oh, such a good pick. Yeah. So oh, this man. says Radio Gaga, I Want to Break Free, Hammer to Fall. Um, what else? There's another one. There's another one of their big ones on there. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it, it's, oh, it's such a such a good album. And I like I want to break free free. That that music video is one of the best ones. Like when they're all in drag doing the uh, like the kind of sitcom opening thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, so fucking funny. I mean, and Radio Gaga is one of the better opening tracks mm-hmm. to an album. It's oh, a, yeah. it's a real, like, I'm a big believer in, like, you got to have a strong opening track, and that's a yeah. pretty big, awesome oh, yeah. opening track. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, like, you know, Fred, like, when I was, you know, even though I was in a metal band like that, he was my biggest inspiration for like being a front man. Like I did so much of the shit he did up, up until like, like I had an old mic stand that I ripped the front half off to use the little, the little stand like he did. So, nice. Yeah. I, I am a firm believer that Freddie Mercury is the greatest front man of all time. Absolutely. I, I, I think, I mean, you can definitely make the argument for like over like, you know, musicians or singers, even though I think he's an yeah. amazing singer, but like, I just, I always go back to, you know, him at Wembley stadium and just yes. like, there's a sea of people and everyone from the people that are right in front to the guy who's in the very, very, yeah. very back felt that. And I wasn't yeah. there and I just, it's just a master. And yeah. I, if I had an, a sliver of his charisma, <laughs> yeah, uh, just so, so amazing. So uh, really amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, obviously there's the famous the, the Live Aid one, but um there's that like <clears throat> there is a I actually have the DVD somewhere, but it's a Queen at Le- Wembley. It's like a full like it's not just like three or four songs what they were allowed to do for that. Nice. And oh my god, like it is and again it's that whole like you know, I think he was famous for doing the like the what do they call it? Like the 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 call and return with the crowd, you know, the, and then they would all, you know, (laughs) doing that whole thing with, with them. Like again, how many thousands can, could fit in old Wembley, you know, like, yeah. And he just controlling them all. Like it's, it's amazing. I could, and the fucking wardrobe train changes and all like, I, I still want that yellow jacket, like the yellow military jacket. Like, Oh, for sure. That's, that's a goal of mine. One of these days. 
I, I am hopeful that I live long enough to uh, see that time travel becomes a thing. And <laughs> I, like time, I want, and like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Go back and kill Hitler. Whatever. That's great. Uh, probably yeah. should happen, but give me to the point where it's like a tourist thing. And like, you can go to, I would just go to concerts. I would go to so many fucking concerts. Yeah. I would go to yeah. live aid. I would see, I would go, I get me in fucking Berlin to see the Beatles before they, they hit it big. Yeah. Like, that would be how I would handle time travel. You you would be like the hipster version of famous band. Like, yeah, I saw, I saw them when they were just playing it here. Look, look at my iPhone. I, this is this is Bob Dylan before we went electric. I recorded it and then they chased me because they thought I was a witch. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Beatles before they got big. No big deal. I can like I was telling if you go back to like uh you know Beethoven. And try to record them. Mm-hmm. They actually probably would think you're a witch. Be like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Fan fucking test. <laughs> have you ever seen? Okay, there. I, I maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But I think I want to say it was on the History Channel. There was like a second there. They were like, let's try some comedy, and they had a they had a show called Night Class, and it was a Dan Harmon show, and wow. it was essentially. Yeah, it was essentially like this. Uh, um, oh, what the fuck? It was. It was kind of like Adult Swim because they were shorts, and they would. It would like what they do is they would go back in time and pick somebody from the past and bring them to now. I vaguely, I feel like maybe I heard this, but like yeah, and I the, the I think it was the first one, and it was uh Jack Black, and he was playing Beethoven, and like they're like. You know, for the um, uh, that's five, the fifth symphony, mm-hmm. symphony. Yeah, he's like, oh no, I had lyrics to that, and they're like, what? He's like, yeah, and it's like, poop in my butt, <laughs> pee in my poop, <laughs> like that's amazing. Like, like, yeah, it's so <laughs> damn funny. <laughs> oh god, there. I mean, there's a TikTok of like, if you know, there were if you know. A classical artist dropped today, and like mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh God!" Like Beethoven just dropped the new stuff, and like in the car, and he's playing all the parts, and it's just <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's just like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" And just like, "Yes, give me, yeah. give me more of that." But also yeah. pee and poop. Um, yes, <laughs> love it. That's I'm gonna. I'm every, sure that's got to be on YouTube at this point. Oh, I'm sure. I will. That will definitely. I will yeah. look that up and put that in the show notes. And then the last one, the last question. So again, like I, I. I personally use music as I explain a lot of things through music, especially with like friends and family of like how I'm feeling. Like I'm going to let someone else uh, use their uh, <laughs> art to explain this complicated emotion and thoughts. Yeah. But if you had a personal mission statement, you say, my name is drew and this song, this song describes me and how I want to live my life and how, like how I want me myself to be remembered. Yeah. What is that song? And why? So, there's a uh, let me just start with there's a lot of the the names I've already mentioned that I could pull a song from mm-hmm. uh I, so I wanted to try to make this a little unique like you know obviously like I said I like the Frank Turner like I connect with so many of his stuff alkaline trio you know Dion me and him are like I mean yeah I mean I might as well wrote those lyrics um but I'm gonna go with the one that really I really gets me every time. Um, and I know it, it's, 
immensely it was immensely popular it was immensely sold it was you know i think it was a world cup thing so but i'm gonna go one day by modest yahoo wow yeah that's just again like that same theme of just like you know you know one day there'll be no more wars like absolutely man like that's one thing like you listen to any great artist they always have a song that's basically like yeah let's just fucking stop (laughs) yeah we don't want to fight no more you know (laughs) no and it's i i love modest yahoo i think he is really criminally underlooked uh, yeah for a lot of his his music but that's a great song and yeah and he's got a he's got a couple that like like are really high on my it's like you know, to be like, he's never put out like to me like a, a full like solid album, you know, top to bottom. Yeah, but like the ones that hit, fucking hit. Yes, and this is definitely one of them. I definitely agree, and yeah. uh, no, I love that, and that's beautiful. I think that it's, you know, and like that's the vibe I get from you. Honestly, is that like a piece? Someone who just yeah. wants like you know, just people to like, get. <laughs> along and just like yeah everyone just you know have fun and like, yeah. have fun but just enjoy because I, I mean i don't think as, as we all get older we kind of realize that like we focus on a lot of things that are probably not that important in life not yeah. that and we get angry about a lot of shit like yeah and it goes back to like we're all the same we all get up we all yeah. get, we all poop unless you're king yes. john un apparently when you don't poop so that's weird <laughs> yeah and, and it's why can't we just get you know focus on that you know, yeah, that's the new bumper sticker. We all poop. Everybody poops. There's a book. Everybody poops. Absolutely. So thank you for yeah. um, being on the show and kind of uh, being the guinea pig for this. Yeah. If people want to, uh, all the many podcasts you're a part of, all the projects you have, <laughs> what are ways that people can follow you and know about all these awesome things you do? Well, for one, you got to go to jabroniu.com, right? Like that's yep. the that's the one thing. Um, uh, but yeah, for on a more personal level, I'm pretty much only active on social media on Instagram, and that's X Mr. Sparkle X. That's a uh, Simpsons reference for those who know, Mr. Sparkle. uh, (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, if you want to listen to uh, more of me, you can check me out on PWT cast every single Monday. And if you're a patron, you get to hear a little bit more of me every once in a while. And every Tuesday morning, live at 11 a.m., you hear the draft podcast where I am, uh, you know, the third wheel to James and Andy's love affair. So, I mean, if you think about it, if, if, if folks, if you're smart, this is how you do your week. Your Monday, you start mm-hmm. with PWT cast. Yeah. Tuesday, draft pod. Wednesday, yeah. you get Why Did We, uh, why do we Ever yeah. Meet? Thursday, you get both Ceramic Cat, which is <laughs> audio insanity, yeah. and you get. The end is at prom. Yeah. And on Fridays, most of the time you get Piff Radio. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's it's a real crapshoot. Like, you know, <laughs> let's use that. Like, it's the new Bones or No Bones Day. Did yeah. Ben upload a podcast? I can go forward. If not, that's a just a blank check to do whatever the fuck you want because there are no rules. Yeah. Uh, and I, eventually, I, okay. You know, it, I, I got to give it to you, Ben. Like, so I came up with an idea that I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm just going to make like this 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 my own version of Biff Radio for you to use like when you know if you have a week off or whatever. 
And I was like, I sat down and I was like, this is way fucking harder than I ever imagined it to be. Like the fact that you would just like, I got to give you like, it's fucking hard putting together a playlist. I was like, I got through like 15 minutes and I was like, I, what do I do? I just keep going down this wormhole. Do I go down this one? What do I do? It, That's why, like, I guess the Mando Randos are the best because you could just jump all over the fucking place. And this is true. And I like, definitely like the the dream is to like to definitely still do those in some capacity, yeah. maybe on uh, the Instagram and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's there are definitely days when I'm like, I've definitely stared at this computer for a while. I'm like, well, something's gonna come out. I don't know what it is, but it's 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 gonna happen. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, but of course I always thought, oh, my show can be super random, and then I heard Ceramic Cat. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's got some structure to it. I, this is actually like I feel like I'm, but yeah. honestly, truly, like I do love that like we share a network. We're so like our yeah. network is so eclectic, <laughs> yeah, so eclectic, and yeah. also it brings like having cash brings down the like the average age, so yeah. like we're cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's that much of an outlier, though, that he's bringing it down. <laughs> true. Um, true. Maybe he is. Yeah. But uh, we just throw. We, if we throw Roxy in there, we're there, good. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's definitely part of the, of the equation. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, she's been on. She's done two of the. Why did we ever meet? So, yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh, last episode was great. Like her. Yeah. Like the, the episodes with Wes and the and the kiddos is great. Yeah. But Wes and Wes and Roxy is. Uh, I, I dig it. I dig yeah. it real hard. Uh, so thank you for being on the show. Um, and again, folks, please, please, please support uh, Drew and all the podcasts. Please become uh, Patreon supporters of not only just PWT cast, but any any like podcast that has a Patreon. If you can, please, you know, yeah. think about it because like Marty and Sarah put out great content. I know they're on hiatus right now. Love you, Marty. Love you, Sarah. Love you every day. Uh, the, the fine, amazing uh, Colangelo wives at Descends at Prom. You know. Patreon is something that is really helpful to, to the mm -hmm. people that, that do this. Cause I'm going to say this right now, none of us are rolling in the cash when it comes to uh <laughs> podcasts, but we do it out of love. But you know, yeah. the, the, the more resources we have, the more things we can do. And so yeah. please support that. And also uh, just so you can hear the about time thing is that I, I'm actually, I'll admit it right now on here. I'm not a Patreon subscriber yet. <laughs> That's fucking changing. I'm going to be hey, a Patreon. If, I, you, if you do, you can be number 20. Oh, fuck it. Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Everyone, yeah. I want that a number doubled by next week. So uh, thank you once again, Drew. And yeah. everyone, thank you uh, for joining me on this new experience, this new wild ride. And uh, uh, big again, big thank you to Kevin Aldridge uh, for the music. I, I feel like I don't ever thank him as enough as I should, but thank you, Kevin Aldridge. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you go to Biff Radio at Twitter, Biff Radio one on Instagram, Biff underscore radio on TikTok. If you want to go to center club on TikTok, you can see my insanity. Also, if you go to my TikTok for Biff radio, I've also started to post my Fortnite clips and I get getting dogged by children saying I'm bad. Uh, yeah, I'm bad. I'm fucking 39 and I play it in the middle of the night. I'm sorry. I don't have hours to do it, but yeah, it's fun. Um, as always folks, be gay, do crimes, listen to good music and we will see you next week. I promise. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.